You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. I'm really excited for today's guest, you guys. I actually (laughs) am in the process of working with her myself, and I'll have to give you the update on that. But I have a functional nutrition therapy practitioner for you here. So I want to introduce you to Sarah Eno. So good to have you here. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about today. I know we've been we've been like preparing for this. I feel like for a long time we we set this up. We didn't get it you know, around to it the first round, but I'm so happy we were able to circle back and talk yeah. about this because your line of work is very unique. So for those mm. of you listening, um, Sarah works part-time at Sound Medical for weight loss needs, but she owns her own business called Care to Wellness. And I'm going to go ahead and let you explain what your Care to Wellness business um, does and who you serve and, and how you do that. Yeah, thank you so much. It's it's really exciting to be here today talking about hair testing because I'm really passionate about this and I've spent way too many hours researching. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I find something interesting and unique pertaining to nutrition, I dive deep because mm-hmm. I really want to see the value. And once I saw and started to research hair testing in particular, I was blown away. And so I quickly integrated it into my practice. I have a program. I've actually trained other practitioners to use hair testing. And it's to me just the coolest thing because hair testing has actually been around for more than a hundred years. That's wild. Pretty crazy, right? But we don't really hear about it because it's kind of one of those underground things, but it's so valuable. So it was first discovered in 1858 that there was arsenic in someone's hair. That's freaking nutty. Yeah. (laughs) Like who is like, I'm going to look here. (laughs) I'm going to look at this piece of hair. Oops. (laughs) There's something in there. That's wild. I know. And so that began to push forth more research studies. And they discovered that hair holds part of the energy of the liver, the heart, the lungs, that our hair grows and stores like tree rings. So those energy stores are like tree rings inside the hair. And everything is measured in Hertz value. If the Hertz jumps up beyond the normal frequency, then we know that those are intolerances. And with this specific hair test that I offer, I just want to let you know that it tests over 975 different items. We have food, we have environmental, we have vitamins and minerals, we have gut, so microbiome, we have hormones. And things will show up if they're out of balance. They expose the hair to what's being tested and they look for that Hertz reaction. So when they look for those nutritional deficiencies, it would, and it would come back low when we're talking about vitamins and minerals, there's not enough Hertz value with these vitamins and minerals. Mm, We know that the body is deficient because there's not enough energy coming from the vitamins and minerals. 
So isn't that interesting? So we have this deficiency going on when there's, when we're not getting enough energy from our vitamins and minerals. That's really wild. That- and that's why, <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't have energy because we could be deficient in vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin B12. I mean, there's a whole slew of them that we can look at with this specific test. And this is the test that just for you guys listening, um, this is a test that I am currently in the middle of submitting for, Mm -hmm. um, to get my own personal results. Um, because Sarah and I talked about kind of doing this experiment of sorts, um, on myself to help Mm -hmm. you guys get kind of a first person, um, account of what this is like. And I'm really like nervous and excited because there are so many (laughs) variables and I know Mm -hmm. just from what I'm doing currently where I'll likely be either lacking Mm -hmm. or, you know, overdoing it. And so I'm like, so excited to see this. And at the same time, I'm like, oh no, she's going to expose me. (laughs) Well, you know what, Chloe, I say that if anyone ever has any questions about this test, and I'm so glad you brought this up, I say, do it for yourself because we know our body best. Maybe we've had tests in the past and we, maybe we still have some questions. Maybe we don't, maybe we know we're already struggling with certain things, those will be on your test. Yes, they really will. I mean, I've had tests and everything I struggle with showed up on my test. That made me a believer. I'm sure it's very validating too. It really is. It's like, oh my goodness, dust is a hundred percent on my test. I always struggled with vacuuming, moving boxes, like anything dusty or just a regular day-to-day cleaning, I would just flare up and have an allergy attack. And so now I actually wear a mask when I vacuum because my test showed extremely high reaction to dust. That's crazy. Just stuff like that. Yeah. It's just confirming sometimes what we already know or have a gut feeling that Maybe when I eat this, I have an issue with it. This will confirm that for you. Or it could bring up something that maybe you didn't even think about. That's Mm, my favorite part of the test is still to this day, I'll, I'll let you guys know, still to this day, the most comprehensive thing you can do is do an elimination diet Yeah, for four weeks. That is the end all be all standard. However, how many times are we missing things that are inside foods that we're eating? Vanilla, for example. Um, And you can go on a healthy protocol even. I had one client who desperately needed to heal their digestive track. And we were looking at a protocol, but it was all garlic and onion, which is extremely Mm. healthy. But guess what? This person could not digest garlic and onion. So if they were to go on that protocol, they'd be in deep trouble because that would really mess them up even further. So we had to take those things away and eliminate those things. And that's also part of the test is I teach you elimination, teach you how to bring those foods back into your diet and test them because maybe you want to include some foods that, you know, are important to you, but you got to go off of them for a little while. 
Right. We, we can talk about that just a smidge. I don't want to get too much into this, but the body has a tagging system where we might be eating a whole um, amount of something that has different ingredients in it because we live in a society that has processed foods. Right. And so in order to separate that, we got to stop eating that and bring those individual items back into the body. So the body can go, oh, I guess it wasn't this item. It was just inside the item that you're eating. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like your body is like overreacting and it's like, hey, yeah. whoa, there's everything is making me feel upset right now because I'm inflamed and I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And then when you give it a break, it's it's giving your body time to kind of mellow out a little bit and you can slowly yeah. reintroduce those things. Exactly. You know, I was eggs like, might be in something. Right. But. Exactly. Well, and for me, like just as an example of exactly that, like I could not eat hardly anything. I don't want to talk about my story too in depth on this episode, but like we talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. when I was um, newly postpartum with my daughter, I couldn't eat hardly anything. I had like a low FODMAP diet, but even some of those were too much. And I ended up going vegan and that helped me ultimately. And over the last year, I've been adding in, I'm still mainly vegetarian at this point, but I've been slowly able to add things back in that I wasn't able to eat before. And even just the other day, I was able to eat a piece of salmon for the first time in like six years. I know you said meat isn't or fish isn't the best of the meats, but um, that was just what I was really craving. And so we went out and I was able to order a nice piece of fish and, you know, it was nice to not have debilitating stomach cramps after it was a big celebratory moment. So that is so exciting. And that's what I love about this test is it helps people unlock just the potential of their body and understanding and connecting. Yeah. We, we are energetic beings. And if, if we were not, we would not be reacting emotionally to things that happened in life. You know, when someone passes away, we're affected emotionally by that. Um, We feel joy. We feel all these emotions because we are energetic beings. And how many times have we been on a hike or seen a sunset and we're just like, ah, this is so beautiful. You just feel this connection. Yeah. And that is why we can use hair testing. And so it's the study of bioenergetic medicine. It's rooted in physics and biology. So in simple terms, bioresonant medicine is the study of biology and the correlation to physics. And the study shows how the energy moves and affects other energies and the aspect of environment. In Western medicine, this falls into the same category of as an MRI or EKG. How mm. many of us have had those? Right. This is the same exact thing in hair testing. Just on a smaller piece of you. It, on a smaller piece of us, exactly, on our hair. Now, the interesting thing is that hair actually is measured at a hundred times higher rate. And blood, which is the IgG or IgE, reaction in the blood is measured at a hundred times smaller. So imagine if you were looking underneath the door and you're trying to figure out what you're looking at, you would only get a little slice of what that picture is. And you'd be like, what am am I looking at a painting? Am I looking at a person? What am I looking at? Mm. 
hair testing is like opening that door and blowing it wide open. Like, oh, yeah. I see. I'm looking at a painting. Okay. That makes so much sense. Yep. It's, I recently saw a doctor who loves hair testing and he's an MD. He actually helped me with my diagnosis that I was trying to get for myself for years. I've seen so many different doctors. Nobody knew what was wrong with me. They're just telling me, oh, you're fine. You're fine. I knew I was not fine. <laughs> mm, yep. I hate medical gaslighting, but that's a conversation uh, for another day. <laughs> that yes, could be and an entire podcast on its own. Exactly. It was such a frustrating journey. And I know so many people go through the same thing. And that was me people, too. Yep. People end up coming to see me and they're like, I just don't know what to do anymore. I'm like, I have answers for you. I really do. I don't diagnose, but I can help you facilitate a diagnosis. I really can. Together. Exactly. And to, Hey, you need to talk to your doctor about this specific thing. Mm, yeah. And that's exactly what I did for myself. I brought my hair test. I brought some other labs that I've done for myself. I do a lot of different alternative labs, I guess you could call them like mm -hmm. urine. And, um, I'm actually taking a seminar on how to do a urine sample lab test to look for autism for children so that, I can, mm -hmm, so that I can help families talk to their doctor about, Hey, you know, we did this test and it's showing that my child could be autistic. I, I did not even know that that was a, a test that was available. That's really crazy. Yep. So I'll be taking that at the end of this month. I'm really excited about it. And I'll be able to offer that. I love different types of lab testing. I think it's, it's really invaluable what it brings to the table. I love that. And I love your heart for research. That's something that um, I find just very powerful because not only are you very passionate about this stuff, but it, you have the the knowledge to back it up. And that to me is just like such a beautiful and empowering combination for those that you're serving. So thank you. I'm kind of a science nerd. I like to read like, <laughs> research studies and things I love like that. that. I'm like, That's such a just... Mel Robbins move of you. Oh, <laughs> man. I really should have been a doctor. I'm just going to say it. I, as a child would sit in my father's office and read medical books. Um, one, because <laughs> we, I grew up in the Philippines and the island that we grew up on in Mindanao, uh, we did not have a lot of medical options. Mm. So we had to really learn how to take care of ourselves quickly on. And so I just immediately gravitated towards doing that. Um, and then here we are now. You know, I love that. Well, but... you're still doing such amazing things too. I know like you totally would have the absolute capacity to be a phenomenal doctor. Thank and you. I'm really glad that at least, you know, in this capacity, you are still changing mm -hmm. lives. You're providing the information yes. needed for people to advocate for themselves. And mm -hmm. that's, that's what's so important. Yeah. Thank you. I did struggle with that for a while. And then I realized, you know, I'm really good at what I do and there's yeah, you are. Wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. So then I just settled that into that because I do work with doctors. Mm -hmm. I work for a doctor at Sound Medical, and she's amazing. And I get to work alongside her, and I love that. It's just such an honor for me. Um, but I also want to just add too about 
hair testing, it's just such an inexpensive way to get a snapshot into where your body is at and what could be causing that reaction for you. Mm -hmm. It's just, let's just do this test, eliminate. So we know exactly what to do and we're not guessing. Take the guesswork out. And guesswork is time, limited time that we don't have to keep experimenting or mm-hmm. we just say, hey, I'm, I guess I'm just going to live feeling bloated and inflamed and uh, with my aller- allergies triggering and, you know, my hormones out of whack and this is just what life is. But, yeah. you know, this is where the knowledge is power really comes into play because the more you know about yourself, the more changes, the more informed decisions you're able to make to help mm-hmm. you, you know, even if you're never cured, just supporting those things. So you can at least live in your best mode of operating rather than just suffering all the time. Exactly. And take the questions out of what's wrong with me too. I mean, go back to talk about like facilitating that diagnosis, asking those right questions to your doctor is really important. And so when I brought this hair test to this doctor, he's like, oh my gosh, is this a hair test? I'm like, yes. You know, okay. What kind of reaction am I going to get? He's like, I love hair testing because they're so accurate. Mm. And he looked at it and he, and then I told him what was going on. And he goes, based on your hair test, based on what you're telling me, I know exactly what's wrong with you. You're going to get a diagnosis today. And I looked at him. I'm like, I said, I was like, are you serious? He goes, I'm dead serious. Let's do this. I'm like, oh my gosh. I said, do you know how long it's taken me to get this diagnosis? He's like, I bet a long time. Yeah. Like a long time. So this hair test came in as a tool to help the doctor see what was going on. And it's just an inexpensive way to look at that. You know, health is like an onion. And we need to peel back layers and work through each thing that's going on. And our body is constantly being exposed to toxins, Um, food. We eat food every single day. 90% of our immune system is in our digestive tract. So you talk about allergy versus food intolerances. Yeah, let's dive into that. Yeah, Yeah, allergy is measured in the blood. So it's the reaction of inflammation in the blood. And then the food intolerance is that reaction inside the digestive tract, Um, cramping, bloating, upset stomach. I mean, you name it, everything's going on inside and we're feeling it. Mm, Yeah. Food allergies are serious. You know, they can be with rashes and breathing issues. So we want to take allergies seriously, but we also miss such a big component. And that is food intolerances because at such a high level inside our body, 90%, that's a huge amount to not take into consideration. Yeah. So I do both, but I prefer food intolerances because a lot of stuff gets missed and with blood, it's not going to show that digestive reaction. So does that make sense? It's like, We need to be doing allergy testing too, but at the same time, more importantly, since we're eating food every single day, do an intolerance test. It's going to unlock a lot for your body. Do you feel like, um, in your experience, do you feel like a lot of people confuse an intolerance for an allergy and vice Mm -hmm. versa? Yes. 
And so when you come and do the program with me, I make sure that you know, this is not an allergy test. This is an intolerance test. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do want to do an allergy test, we can do that. But quickly on, I realized the language was getting mixed up. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people like misconstrue the two Mm -hmm. or like they're kind of lumped into the same category when they're similar, but definitely not the same. Correct. Yep. So can you like in your experience, then are people able to heal from food allergies or is that something that your body is like, I can't deal. This is just the Mm -hmm. way that it is. But with intolerances, I know that you mentioned food intolerance is something that can be reversed in a sense. So could you tell us a little bit more about like what healing would look like in those capacities? Yeah, that's a really great question. I'm glad you brought that up because food allergies, we're always going to be allergic to that. We're always going to have that reaction where the body is going to send in the troops because there's an inflammatory process going on. So we don't want to engage with our food allergies. But what's interesting about food allergies and allergies in general, only about 15% of the population is actually allergic. Mm. And food intolerance is just such a big part of the puzzle because we can, over time, have these reactions and our body can kind of climb that inflammation up and we can get that inflammation to come back down with food intolerances. Okay, so with allergies, there's the reaction in the body. It's an inflammatory response that sends in the immune system, the troops to take care of this. Food intolerances acts somewhat similar, but we can actually reduce that reaction by removing that item and giving our body that break. With allergies, we can't do that because there's always going to be that response Mm. in the blood. And yes, we want to stop eating what we're allergic to. It's super important. But with intolerances, we remove those. Then we do a test called the Coca Pulse test, where we bring in those intolerances after four weeks, unless it's an allergy. I always say, like, if you're going through your test and you see something you know you're allergic to, stay away from that, obviously. I think that's the right thing to do. If you don't know, we're going to test it. We can test it through the body, through the coca pulse test. And all it is, is checking our pulse. We can use the brachial pulse in our neck. After we've been off of a food for four weeks, we can bring it back into our mouth. We're not going to eat it or swallow it. So we're not engaging the digestive reaction, but we're going to hold it in our mouth after taking a timed pulse without it for 60 seconds, writing that number down, After another 60 seconds of holding that food in our mouth, we're going to take our pulse again for a minute. If there's even the slightest jump within six beats per minute in that minute time, we know that that is most likely a food that you cannot include anymore. Interesting. I might have to do that with avocado because (laughs) that was was one thing that I took out, um, which sucks because being a, initially when I was vegan, Mm -hmm. not being able to eat avocado, I was like, this sucks. I really like avocado. 
But anytime I would have it and then I would think I was okay, I'd like try it again a year later and I'd wind up on the floor with like stomach cramps so bad. I felt like my body was going to reverse inside out. It was terrible. And this was just out of the blue because um, I don't. Okay. Tell me, tell me about this. If you know, if you happen to know, what are the changes, if any, in your digestive or just even intolerance levels postpartum. That's what I want to know. Mm. Yeah. I think that that particular question has to do with hormone and, mm. you know, That's we know I was that thinking. cortisol is attached to that through our, our adrenal system. We have a system. So you talk functional nutrition. We have a system called the PALS. It's the pancreas, adrenal and liver, and they all work together they're friends. They're pals. They are. They're <laughs> pals. Sense. And they appropriate worked, acronym. They work together. And the gallbladder is a part of that too, where it reacts through the liver. But we our hormones change. Like, first of all, when we're pregnant, our body is pumping more into. Oh, yeah. And then what happens? We have that baby. Boom, it's gone. And our body's kind of like, wait a second, what happened? We had all these amazing hormones (laughs) coming through and, you know, my hair was the best it's ever been. And then then, we lose a bunch of hair and then you fatigued. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Yep. So I think that it becomes more of getting those back online and the stomach is super important. You know, we want to talk about stomach acid and a lot of people had have acid reflux. And I'm just going to tell you guys, there's been a lot of research that acid reflux is kind of one of those things you need to think the opposite about because mm, the body yeah. really, I cannot stress this enough. The body really needs stomach acid to break down the food, to kill any bacteria and digest the food in a way that that bacteria is not traveling down into your small intestines and wreaking havoc that those food particles you're chewing your food you're bathing all your food in stomach acid so that those little tiny particles can be digested at a much better rate i mean have we ever seen undigested food in our stool before <laughs> i that's Probably. a, yeah, like, a good rhetorical question. <laughs> there's, there you go. I mean, there's that right there in, in front of our faces. You can try it too. Eat some corn. Corn is an insoluble fiber. And then you're going to see that corn come through. And that tells me one, we got to digest our food a little bit better by chewing. And then maybe we just don't have enough stomach acid to really break that down. So I give you guys one tip that's super easy. Anybody can do it. Go to your store, your local, they probably have it at local apothecary or some kind of food and drug store, PCC or um, more of a wellness type of store. Yeah. 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 Or you could probably order it online, but look for something called digestive bitters. Bitters. Okay. Yes. I have digestive enzymes, just like the capsules, but not bitters. Yeah. Digestive enzymes are really good, but digestive bitters, because when we put the digestive bitters on our tongue, what do we do? We go, "Mm, oof, that's bitter. (laughs) 
Think about licking a lemon or eating a lemon right now. Mm. What is your mouth doing? Oh, salivation. Exactly. (laughs) That's the initiation and start of our digestive tract. If we're not feeling that or engaging that every time we're eating food, then that pump's not turning on, putting acid into our stomach, all the rest of it's kind of like, remember that mousetrap game? Like, oh, that okay, used to food. be my favorite. Thank you. I love that game for bringing that back into my awareness. <laughs> yes, it's such a good game. It was my favorite so game. Good, but it kicks the boot and the ball rolls down, and then you know it triggers this chain of events. Mm. It's exactly what's happening when we eat. We got to look at our food. I mean, we could go mm. on a whole nother podcast about this. We really can just yeah. on eating styles and patterns because yeah it's the most crucial to me well, the most crucial thing yeah and i like i uh, yes i hear that and one thing that i coach on so much is mindfulness with eating as much as possible because i feel like as moms mm-hmm. too like we just we have to inhale the food when yes. there's an opportunity and that you know oh my goodness yes no wonder no wonder women tend to have so many like gut health issues mm-hmm. not only because of the hormones and the cortisol levels of the emotional labor of being a exactly. mother but like let me eat my food in 3 seconds where i literally don't even taste it <laughs> yeah. or i have no awareness of what's going in my mouth this yeah. makes so much sense to me this is like currently a light bulb moment where mindful eating is not only beneficial for your relationship with food, but also for literal functionality for Mm -hmm. like more effective digestion, actually paying attention, enjoying, and being a part of the experience of what you're eating sounds like actually this could, this could end up with massive benefits for just the way that you're digesting food. Mm -hmm. That's kind of wild to me. Like I never, I'm not ashamed to admit, I never really thought about that piece of the mindfulness. Yeah, it's really important. You talk about moms too, like not having time to eat. And then you compound that with food intolerances. And then- Oh my God, yeah. We're just, it's like, we're kind of doomed to feel terrible. It's very unfortunate. We should not be feeling that way. We should be feeling our best so that we can best take care of our family. Yeah. You know, I have a really big heart for moms. As a mom, I have three boys and energy is really sacred to me because they're busy. And <laughs> yes. They're always doing something into something and I want to be right there with them. I don't want to miss out on that. And so I do want to talk quickly about something that a lot of people don't think about. And I think it's really important to talk about because when we think of a health journey, we think that maybe this timeline should be somehow shortened. Like I'm going to do this supplement protocol or this program. It's going to be 30 days. I'm going to be all better. Right. And our body does not work like that. We want to remove and get rid of those unwanted reactions so that we can start to feel better. And we test for those things so that you can remove them. But there's a saying in a naturopathic medicine and functional medicine, and it is, it's going to take about one month 
for every year that you've been struggling with something. Mm. So therefore, if you've had digestive issues for umpteen years, six years, your whole life, two years, then it's going to take a month at least to rebalance the body on that consistent level where we're doing something. That's why when we start exercising, we don't see the changes right away, right? It takes two or three months of consistency to start to see, wow, my muscle tone is better. My flexibility is better. I have more energy. That's because the body just takes time to build those things, get rid of those things. You know, detox is a big part of this. Um, Clearing. When we remove those items, we're basically doing a detox. We're detoxing our body to let those inflammation levels come down. So the most common thing in the body that our body struggles with is the detox pathway. That's why it's important to do this test to get rid of those items that are showing up so that that pathway can open back up. Mm-hmm. And that's why you start to feel better. So I really love hair testing. I've been able to help a lot of people unlock some questions, go talk to their doctor, facilitate diagnosis, bring back more energy. I mean, you name it. I just think it's such an effective way and such a simple, affordable way to give you back that power in your life. Yeah. So I, I want to actually talk about this and go back to what you said about like kind of cleansing and clearing Mm -hmm. the pathway. Mm -hmm. But what I would love for us to touch on here is the safe way to do that, because I don't want someone to hear this and then immediately go buy like a gut and liver cleanse from their local grocery store where it's just like, you know, fiber and they're just clearing their Mm -hmm. (laughs) intestines and calling it good. Um, Because I notice at least um, in a lot of the women that I work with is their ideas around detoxing and cleansing are very Mm -hmm. different because we're looking at it from more of a commercial perspective from companies that honestly don't give a rat's ass about our long-term well-being. They care about making money on the 10 pounds that you lose because you just basically shat yourself. So I would love to talk about this um, because I feel like this is such an important um, thing for us to be able to advocate Mm -hmm. for our next steps. Yeah, totally. And there are times in our life where we're going to have to do a more serious detox. Heavy metals, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. Heavy metals do show up on this hair test. Oh, interesting. And if, let's say, mercury shows up, you know, Mm -hmm. we all have a certain amount of metals that are inside our body. And if mercury shows up, then I'm going to recommend that you see a specialist, a doctor who can help you detox from that mercury. Right. Because it's really important. You don't do it on your own. There really needs to be a careful and specific way. It's dangerous. Let's Some just detoxes- repeat that one more time. <laughs> Y'all yeah. don't be doing this by yourself, please. Please don't like 
detoxing certain things, especially heavy metals is very dangerous. There is a reason why our body stores toxins in our adipose tissue. Mm, It is to protect our vital organs. And when we start pulling that out and we don't have a liver that can handle it, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So the, the type of cleanse and detox, when I say that, that I am talking about is removing those items that are engaging your body in that inflammatory process. We're going to get rid of those foods. We're going to start cleaning up our food choices, choosing organic, buying wild caught fish. Please do not buy farm raised. There was just a big study out that farm raised fish has higher metal levels than ever before. And I'll tell you something interesting about this hair test. I see more often than not fish food on the hair test. And people are oh, like, that's so gross. People are like, I'm not eating fish food. I said, I know you're not, but are you eating farm raised fish? They go, yeah. They go, that's where you're getting your fish food. Because that's so gross. Right? <laughs> this is why I that's typically a- don't eat animals because that concept really weirds me out. <laughs> Minus the buy, one piece of fish that I had. <laughs> yeah. Buy, spend the money. It's worth it. Buy that wild caught don't buy farm. Um, that fish food is toxic to us and our body, but it's coming through the fish that we're eating farm raised fish from. Mm. Um, yeah, I know it's kind of gross, isn't it? It's just, I'm the inception of like a fish within a fish within a fish. It's just, I know it's so gross to me. It is. And we should not be (laughs) eating that. So no, thanks. (laughs) Exactly. So let's get that out of our diet so that our body can start clearing. And I'll give you one recommended thing that you can do for your liver. Anybody should be able to do this and should be doing this actually daily. If you want, you can, and that's simply just including lemon in your water. Mm. That's it. Make sure you wash the peel though. Go actually get some fruit yeah. Vegetable oh, yeah. Spray, Wash your vegetables. Scrub it. Yes. I, I can't like, yeah, I had a family member that used to work in a grocery store and they told me some things and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care if I'm cutting or peeling the fruit or vegetable, that skin's going to be clean before I cut it yeah. because then you're putting the food on your cutting board and all that. It's gross. So Anyway, exactly. wash your fruits and vegetables, my yes. friends. <laughs> also, because you don't know how many people have touched that, you know, how many of us pick up that and water is just not going to do it. Water's yeah. not going to do it. Exactly. It's not. Yeah. And they put a wax on it too. So find a, a cleaner that can take that wax off. I actually put all my fruits and veggies in a basin with the spray and just let mm-hmm. them sit yep. so that it gets the wax off. Same. Mm hmm. Yeah. Really I've done that important. with vinegar too. Like when I'm out vinegar of the works spray, just fine. Yep. yeah, I'll do vinegar and water and just, I at least do that with my strawberries. When mm-hmm. I let them sit, I do oh, it with yeah. the apples. I always make sure that the food is washed before like putting it in the fridge even. So then the kids can just grab it and then I don't have to wash it every time I want something either. So exactly. Cool. I do Mom the hack. same <laughs> thing. Exactly. I do the same thing. Spend time doing that because you want to unburden your body from 
any more toxins that are necessary. So drinking lemon water can help clear the body. Very simply, removing foods that we're intolerant to can help the body clear as well. Because we're not interrupting that process anymore. We're actually freeing up more energy so that the body can work on better processes and feel better. Because toxins weigh the body down. Food intolerances weigh the body down. That's why you feel so fatigued and gross. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you can get more energy by removing those. It's just a simple way to look at detox. I'm going to detox my life from these foods that are no longer good for me because I learned on my hair test that my body is having a reaction. Right. Well, and it's just so much... They're ta- like you said earlier, it just takes the guesswork out of what to detox from because it's mm-hmm. not like detoxing or eliminating things is easy by any stretch. Because for some people who have been operating this way for so long, it comes down to even just the psychology of habits. It's really challenging to suddenly have to change up the way that you're eating for medical reasons or for health reasons versus just the desire to, you know, improve your health overall. It's like, it's a necessary thing. So like the motivation is there, but also it's just, it's so challenging to just start pulling things out of your, out of your diet. So right, that's my I experience mean, anyway, but that's, you can, go ahead. Oh, you can certainly do that, but it's going to take a lot longer. Exactly. And yeah. I've had people do it. They've spent a lot of time doing it weeks and they are not better because they've missed something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I just love that this, um, the data from this specific test seems like it really just gives a much more well-rounded, uh, perspective, like over, it's not just one specific thing. It's like, let me look yeah. at all these different areas so I can mm-hmm. understand better. So yeah, this is, this is why I chose when you offered like, Hey, do you want to do one for yourself? I was like, yeah, why, why not? Like, this is, this is cool to know. So, I mean, yeah, my, it is cool. And I just, I, I get frustrated for people because I have dealt with chronic, I wouldn't even say illness, but just chronic issues that seem to have no answer. And me as a literal teenager going into the doctor's office saying, I demand that you test me for SIBO. I need you to test me for this thing. You are mm-hmm. missing all of like, I had an endoscopy and a colonoscopy at 16 years old because oh, of my gut issues. And nobody would listen to me because I was oh. a female and I was a child basically. Yeah. I'm so sorry like, about that. <sighs> yeah. It was <laughs> medical gaslighting in a nutshell. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I think it's so important for us to, because the system is set up the way that it is. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful thing that we have these tools and people mm-hmm. who have access to these tools who can interpret the data to help you make more informed decisions on stuff that is honestly probably so simple, but Mm -hmm. because we've been dealing with it for so long or because of how it shows up in the body, it feels complicated. It feels stressful. It affects your quality of life. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, even if this test was like a thousand (laughs) dollars, even if, even though it's nowhere near that cost, even if it was a thousand (laughs) dollars, I feel like this would be well worth just paying that 
to have the answers. So I'm not continuing to pay thousands of dollars year over year Mm -hmm. to see specialists who won't give me answers or don't really care enough about me to like explore (laughs) the possibilities even. Yeah. Yeah. I know nutrition is such a big part of our life. That's overlooked. I mean, I have a big respect for doctors and there is a time and a place that we need to see a doctor, but what's happening outside of that when we're not being listened to, I mean, doctors get, I, I think they updated it to three. Don't quote me on this, but it's like one nutrition class. It's not much. I mean, you can ask your doctor how much nutrition and they'll say not much. They just don't study it. They're busy studying other things, other important things like doctors are important, but we also need to be looking at the other part of the puzzle where we're eating food every single day. Yeah, (laughs) that really, really should be addressed. I think that's why I settled into my job is powerful. What I have to offer is powerful because it's such a big component of our lives and And I get to help you go to your doctor and ask them the right questions. Yeah. So that you can get answers. Yeah. And (laughs) food, food in itself is medicine. But at the same time, if you're taking medicine that is not meant for your body, it can act like a poison. So Mm -hmm. it's so important for us to understand what food acts as, you know, (laughs) life-giving energy versus the foods that are going to make us feel that heaviness that you described, kind of that weighted feeling. Um, and you know, even if we don't do it perfect, I I just think there's so much merit to making an effort to start even just slowly making those changes. If you're not someone who can like do a full elimination diet where you pull everything out at all at once, Mm -hmm. like there has to be some sort of benefit to just slowly making changes. But that's the thing that we talked about. It's time. And the, mm-hmm. uh, the irony is not beyond me that we spend years of our lives suffering, but then yeah. we want results in 30 days. Yeah. How, <laughs> that's just so backwards to me, yeah. but I understand why it's like the impatience because we've been suffering for so long. Exactly. We're like, I'm ready to exactly. be done. Exactly. But we need, yeah. We need to yeah. hold that same energy mm-hmm. of, I will just wait this out. The same energy that we're holding when we're saying, well, I guess this is how I live. I'm going to continue to suffer we need to hold that same energy of patience and acceptance of that time, but in a positive way on the healing path. Once, once the tables have turned, we have to hold and say, I'm going to put in the time and the effort, even if it takes me four years to heal, I Mm -hmm. will, I I, I am so excited to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to make small efforts over time so I can feel that way. Yeah. And I do specialize in that small process. When you come to see me, I don't give you very many things to work on. The most you'll ever get from me in one session is three things because I firmly believe in those small changes over time. Look at it this way. If you're given this big task list to do, what happens? It's it's mm-hmm. overwhelming. And then yep. we don't do any of it. And it's frustrating. I want your journey to be beautiful and engaging. And I want you to learn more about your body than you have ever done before. And see yourself in a way that 
empowers you to make these changes because what happens when we start feeling good? We want to protect that at all costs. Yep. So we start feeling good and then we start thinking about, hmm, maybe I want that food that I've had before. But I remember that food that I've had before put me in a place where I was feeling less than and I didn't have a lot of energy and I had headaches or stomach aches. Yep. I know you're going to come to that conclusion very quickly and go, yeah, it's not worth it. Right. It's or you, worth it. even if you test the waters again, you're then you quickly yeah. realize, and I have affirmed my decision. Never oh, yes. That again. Yep. Sometimes exactly. it takes a couple tries, but we get there. <laughs> exactly. But you're going to come to that place in your life where you're like, I'm finally feeling good. I'm finally feeling free. And I really just want to do everything I can to stay in this place or to keep moving forward into a better and even better space. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that it just goes to show also the power of support because information is one thing. Data is one thing. Protocol is one thing. Mm-hmm. But having somebody in whatever capacity to support that journey through the protocol before that trust is built within yourself to maintain you know, the changes that you've made. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's just so, I don't understand. Okay. I'm at the point in my journey where I'm like, I don't understand how I ever lived or functioned before on my own. Mm -hmm. Like hiring coaches, hiring people like you to take a look, you know, into what's going on with me and to actually help walk through the process. Like I don't understand why I would, why anyone would ever choose to go back to living like that. Like once you have the information, that's not enough. Mm -hmm. Like keep building the trust, keep, keep growing from that. It, that to me, it would be like, I don't know. It's, it's like, if you tell your kid, like, don't touch the hot stove and then you just like walk away, like as a mom, you just don't do as a mom, you yeah. don't do that. Imagine being the person continuing to choose to touch the hot stove, even mm-hmm. though you know better, but it's because you don't have the voice of reason saying, Hey, remember that one time that you touched that and it seared your hand. Let's not do that again. Instead, let's go to this activity. Like yeah. we need to kind of have that like childlike mindset where we need mm-hmm. to just be okay with not knowing what we're yes. doing. <laughs> And seeking out that support. Like it's okay to not do things on your own period. Oh yeah. (laughs) Having, having an expert help you is going to radically change your life. Yeah. Because we can't know what we don't know. And if we didn't grow up in a family where our parents were making somewhat healthy choices and emulating that for ourselves, then we're not going to know how to do that. Mm -hmm. It's going to take talking to somebody who does and saying, you know, Hey, you know, when you touch that hot stove, you get burned. Oh, okay. That's what I'm feeling. So you identify that process very quickly on and realizing, okay, every time I eat gluten, I get that stomach ache. Well, remove the gluten or whatever it is so that you start to feel better. Yeah. It It will literally save you years of your life. I mean, at the, 
at the minimum months of your life Mm -hmm. where you're not having to just continue to like live in this trial by fire mode. Like, bingo, you know, like (laughs) somebody else just be like, girl, that's hot. Don't touch it. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) Like, Come on. Exactly. I think the I personally think the reason that people are hesitant to receive this help, it's not that people don't know it's available. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe the hair test is something no one's ever heard before, but it's like we know that there are practitioners, there are specialists out there to help us with our deepest pains and our deepest struggles. And yet I feel the reason that a lot of us avoid seeking the help of the expert is one, because of money. And it's not necessarily because we don't have the money. It's that we don't want to waste air quotes, more money on something that we're not sure one, Mm -hmm. we can trust ourselves to do, which spoiler alert, that's why the expert is there to help you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's to help you build that trust in yourself. And number two, most people have been burned, uh, no pun intended, by other professionals or other programs that promise these same results, but aren't actually teaching you anything. It's, it's literally like the money that people invest in their health. And I say that with caution because a lot of the, (laughs) a lot of what we spend our money on for our health isn't healthy and it's not really an investment. It's just Mm -hmm. an expense because it's, it's costing us versus adding to our lives. We've been burned by those things so many times that we just don't want to go through that pain of having yeah. to go down the path of exploration all over again. So yeah. it's like, like, you know, what you said, and also, you know, my experience of like, I don't want to go to another doctor. I don't want to go to another practitioner because I've had X, Y, and Z experience. And I just don't want to go through that again. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who is like feeling that fear, who has had gut issues or inflammation issues or hormone issues or this slew of things. And they know they probably need to change their diet, but the mm-hmm. fear is really there. What yeah. would you say to that person? I know exactly what I'd say because I've been there myself many, many times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more of a contemplative question to ask yourself and to think through, but what if that next person, what if that next practitioner What if that next test, what if that next doctor could actually be the key to what you've been looking for? Mm. I did not want to go see another doctor. I'm like, how is an allergist going to help me with my symptoms, which are presenting neurologically? Like, you know, whatever, I'll just go. (laughs) Just going to do it. One more time. What's wrong with going one more time? What if it becomes the thing that I needed? And it really did. What if this becomes the thing that I needed? I am writing that down. Yeah. Mm. And we should always find it in ourselves to continue to be brave, continue to look for those answers for ourselves because we're worth it. We're worth spending time going through the process. And I'm really good at processes. Hmm. I can take the big picture of this test and break it down into a simple way that you can move forward. That's really what you're paying for, for this test. You can go and do this test on your own, but you're going to look at that test result and you're going to go, okay, 
there's this, this, and this on here. There's what is so many days, so many things. Yeah. How, what do I do now? Yeah. And so I, I keep my prices affordable because I, I really want to help people. And to me, it's like, can I cover my cost at this price? Yes. I'm hoping more people can come through the program because of it. You can't afford this test. It's 219. And I am going to offer you guys a $15 discount. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. When you come through the program through listening to this podcast or in Chloe's group, you know, just let me know. And you can use the code Chloe Puff. 2023, we get $15 off. Awesome. But then I spend so much time with you. It's not like, well, an hour's up. Okay. See ya. Like, <laughs> see you later. Yeah. Sometimes we're spending a good hour and a half. I'm answering your questions because the most important thing to me is helping you move forward mm-hmm. and get answers. Yeah. And it does include a supplement protocol too, because when there's deficiencies involved, you need the right kind of supplements. I also have practitioner accounts with medical grade supplements. My degree is recognized at such a high level that I am able to do that. I'm able to get labs because of my certification. I'm really proud of that. My training was back in 2016 and you know, in the past almost seven years now, I've been able to help a lot of people and really grow into this expert. And I can't wait to help you. I'm really excited to offer this to you guys. It oh works. This is such an it. awesome gift. I'm so excited. If I'm you so have excited. any questions, you know, please let me know. But if you are skeptical at all, I just want to encourage you to do the test to test that for yourself, to hold that measure up and say, is this right? I know I'm probably intolerant to gluten or dairy because when I eat it, my stomach hurts. Well, test it. See if those come up for you. Validation is important. I mean, or, or even just eliminating like you know, I think a lot of the fear comes around, like, what if this doesn't tell me what I need to know? Well, it might, it might tell you, Hey, actually you're not allergic to dairy, but here are some other things that are really mm-hmm. causing you issues. Either way, you have some form of validation it rooted in science and data and like legitimate. This isn't just oh, yeah. like some like BS promise from, you know, a supplement company from out in the middle of nowhere saying, mm-hmm. you know, you can fix blah, blah, blah. Like this is, yeah. this is the hope for permanent change. This is the hope that that data is going to give you hope period. And I think that is what's the most powerful thing of all for anyone who's been struggling with health issues, especially because I think, again, we could talk about this. We could have our own podcast where we talk about a series of different things, (laughs) but like your gut health, like your gut is such a vital and honestly, very, um, it's like at the top of the pyramid in terms it of really is. like yeah. making everything else function well. So mm-hmm. knowing your gut and knowing your body 
is the first step to learning your body and to changing your body. But if you don't know, like you said, you don't know what you don't know. How are you going to change if you don't know what to change? So quit experimenting. This is, it sounds like, like, this is, this is a good next step for someone who's just been like, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And we know food affects us. I mean, that's why we have type two diabetes, unfortunately, because food is affecting us. Yep. And at the root of it all, food is extremely important. So I want to give you one example that I think is really interesting. You brought up like, well, it might be dairy or it might not. What's interesting is you take gluten, for example. Now, we might not necessarily be intolerant to gluten, or we might be, but there's other items that have gluten in them. So generally Mm, when someone is intolerant to gluten, a safer choice for them would be spelt, spelt bread. What if gluten, buckwheat, and spelt are on your test? You can't have that option for a gluten uh, alternative because spelt's on your test. And I've seen this happen. I've seen Mm. it happen. So it breaks down into specifics. Guys, this test even has the code for the added ingredients that's in your foods. All the food dyes. The additives? additives. Okay, that's That's crazy. All the additives. (laughs) Also, even if you're not eating foods, I should make this clear too, that even if you're not eating these foods, and you do this test, items will show up on your test, even if you've never eaten this food in your life, because your body is having a biological reaction to that food. So if you were to eat that food, you would have a reaction. Interesting. So even if you were like raw vegan and you only ate fruit and vegetables Mm -hmm. and nothing else, you would still see the warning sign, like, Hey, yes. this isn't, this food is not for you. That's awesome. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that actually, it doesn't restrict your options. I think that does the opposite. It actually mm-hmm. opens things wide up because you're not living in fear of what you can and cannot have exactly. because it's very clear. This is what's made for me. And this is honestly the power of knowing your body and going through a route that works with your needs versus here is an umbrella protocol for everyone and good luck to you, yeah. <laughs> which I feel like oh, no. is it's so very much specific. of what's out there. Yeah, exactly. That's it's awesome. very specific. That's very cool. Yeah. 975 different items. They couldn't That's just a- round it up to a thousand. No, <laughs> just no. kidding. That's so many. That's so many things. Like it, it really is. Wild. And that's really crazy what's going to show up on your chart is what your body is reacting to. You're going to be tested for every single one of those things, but on your test, it's going to be bio-individual, which is very important. One size does not fit all. We're all different. We all should look at our health with that lens of what do I need? Mm. That's why you know, sure. You can take a multivitamin. Everybody should probably cover their bases and take a multivitamin, but that's not going to increase the deficiencies specifically for you when you might need something else right. to bring that level back up. That's awesome. So, wow. Yeah. 
Well, I just want to say thanks for just diving in and telling us not only just about the hair test, but just some practical tips. Go out, go get some digestive bitters, be mm-hmm. drinking your lemon water and, you know, get the yeah. support that you need in order to advocate better for yourself. The yeah. end. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really, really love being here today. And, you know, health can be really simple. It doesn't have to be this big extreme thing. Just example, the digestive bitters, one drop on your tongue, you're going to start to see a difference in your digestion. You will. Lemon water will help you feel clearer because you're able to move things through your body at a better rate. So simple tips, practical tips that work and testing. And, and you're not, ha- you're, it's, <laughs> it just requires you to go to Costco and buy a bag of lemons. It's not requiring you to do like a cleanse for 75 days where you take 84 oh, yeah. supplements and, a uh, yep. <laughs> fiber drink that tastes horrible. And yeah, yeah. no more, oh. no more tummy teas, please. Like go, go get the real answers. <laughs> here's a fun, here's a fun one. That's really easy. Take your lemons, clean them, put them in your ice cube trays so that when you take your, if you like ice in your water, the lemons already in your ice cube and it's going to melt and change your water. Ooh, you know what? I feel like I'm going to have to experiment because we have, um, we don't have the trays. We just have the like dispenser. Mm-hmm. I just like slice and throw some lemons in the dispenser. Hopefully they come out. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> but literally just dispensing lemons from my, from my fridge or from my freezer straight yeah. away. We'll see if that works. Too. Yeah. Why not? But that awesome. way you don't have to worry about them going bad either. You know, that's true. Yeah. So okay. That's what I like about that tip is it takes. Maybe it takes 20 minutes to wash them and cut them all, but then you have this life-giving abundance of lemon ice cubes to just put in your water for weeks on end. Also, can we talk about how beautiful that will look? Like you just have like your, um, I like doing like sparkling water with that seed lip, non-alcoholic, um, herbal spirit. It's really good. And I put Mm -hmm. rosemary in my cocktail because I like really dry, like herby kind of drinks. So having like some beautiful little lemon ice cubes with some mm-hmm. rosemary floating in some delicious bubbly seltzer. Oh, oh yes. We need a picture. We got to take a picture. Yes, I will. I will make sure I send you a picture. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Well, it's been such a fun time. Thanks yeah. so much for listening, you guys. Yeah. And I just want to invite you to really quickly, if you're on Instagram and you want to connect with me, it's Simple Health with Sarah. And you can kind of see some fun things on there too. I do nutrition mindset and I'm also doing part-time runway modeling. So which is just like the coolest thing. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah, well, I'll link, I'll link your social media as well as the code that she had mentioned earlier with the link Mm -hmm. to actually use that code um, in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to work with Sarah or talk to Sarah or just see what she's doing, uh, just click see more under the show notes and you'll be able to connect with her. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chloe. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Sarah, again for coming. And as always, be bold, be fit. Thank you.